what you're trying to get from print, you can absolutely get from Facebook right now at a lower cost, which is reaching a lot of people that you're trying to target with a message to make them do something, right? The problem is there's such an early part and immaturity of the creative and the media planning against that Facebook environment that if the average person reading this takes their print budget, uses their, their marketing agency to replicate those dollars to create that event in Facebook, eight out of 10 of them are gonna get basically the same results only because the craft of the creative and the planning isn't mature enough yet in Facebook planning environment. And so the answer is yes, comma, but you need to make sure you know what you're doing just like anything else, right? Like what's the ROI of a piano or a basketball? To me it's nothing. To Billy Joel and LeBron, it's everything. So it's not just theory, it's execution. But in theory, no, most people shouldn't. I mean you can, and by the way, let me say one thing. I don't think print is dead. I think people are reading magazines and newspapers. I mean, not as many as they used to, but I think there are, I see them, people read them. Um, it's real. However, the problem is the advertising, page 113 in Sports Illustrated, full page ad, cost, is grossly overpriced in a 2017 environment. Well, it used to be, well, it used to be classifieds, right? But Craigslist came along and took care of that. Of course. Of, of, they should be thankful that there's still gonna be three to five more years of agencies and people that aren't as attuned to what's happening pushing and selling and buying this product and they should take the profits of that and reallocate it to creating digital distribution that they can monetize over the next decade. It's very hard to guess three to five years out but I would say that any common sensed individual that's reading this article that thinks that print advertising is a healthy advertising medium five years from today is not, um, is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Well, to, to, that po- to that point, the people that I think I'm fascinated by are the people that allocate the media dollars from the biggest companies in the world, either their head of media, their CMO, the brand managers, and then more importantly, the real question is, why are they taking the advice from these media buying agencies that are in the middle that are telling them that it's still a viable option? And the answer is because media companies that sell print are still making very big margin on that because it doesn't take a lot of planning to give Hearst or Condé Nest or other mediums the money and there's a lot of margin in that versus planning a proper Facebook campaign that takes a lot more time, effort, and skill. Yes, and and it's not that I'm smarter or I grew up with it. It's that it's in the vested financial interest of media companies, digital, you know, media agencies that place media to still sell other things because there's higher margin in it. You make more money if your Fortune 500 company buys print than if they buy a lot of Facebook, especially if they ask you to do Facebook properly and truly plan as many cohorts and segments as you need to to be successful at it. I mean, this is the underlining non-talked about issue. I sure can. That if you're a big media publicly held company that is a media buying agency and you are, your client is Colgate or IBM and you're Starcom or MediaVest and I'm not picking on any of these four companies. This is what's happening. There's a lot of margin and it's easier to sell through the traditional stuff than the new stuff because it's always been accepted. It's just an ecosystem of average. Yes, yes. 
They also are held to, there's another thing, they're held to better metrics. There's no fucking metrics in a magazine ad. You don't have to justify it. Like you place this, you place the, you know, a full page ad in the Times and you take some cockamanian calculation of circulation times how many people leave a newspaper on a subway and everybody high fives themselves. And new stuff until something becomes accepted, right? Cla- classic, just classic human behavior. Stunning, stunning. Stunning. I mean, it, you know, five years is a long time, especially when you're going into meetings and eating shit in those five years, right? But, but, I mean, Jesus, people didn't even, I mean, there was meetings I was in in 2011 where executives didn't even know what Facebook was even though it was four or five years old and monstrous. No. Not only has that not happened, it went from little to no knowledge to disrespect in 13, 14, right? to, that doesn't mean anything, who cares, that's an afterthought, to now, there's not an executive on earth in the marketing media business world that is willing to have massive audacity to disrespect this environment, right? They might not believe in it, but nobody's pounding in their chest and peacocking in a boardroom saying Facebook's gonna be gone in a year. That's right, because it's a, it's, it's a, it's a land grab. It's easy to buy beachfront property in Malibu but what about in Nicaragua? And so to me the theory is, if you're gonna buy beachfront property in Malibu, for that same cost, you can buy 11 beachfront properties across Central and South America, right? And the question is, if only one of those convert, you actually made a financially sound bet. That, that's just not how media's done, and so what you end up happening is the entrepreneurs eat up the upside and you have new businesses being built and no measurement inside of a corporate environment so Dollar Shave Club can do it but Gillette can't. There's no reason Business Insider should have been done by somebody besides the Wall Street Journal. That, you know what I mean? Like, like Sports Illustrated or ESPN should have built Bleacher Report, right? Con- Conde should have built Refinery29 or PureWow, right? So I'm a big believer, Marriott should have built Airbnb, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, some transportation company should have created Uber. That's my general thesis of when you're the leader, create an allocation of dollars to put yourself out of business before somebody else does. You, no, what stops it is to do what I just said means that the CEO, the board, and the other leaders in every organization have to have worse numbers for three years because they're pouring dollars into something that doesn't return anything and that's not in their bonus structure a positive thing. So human behavior takes over and they do appease Wall Street in 90 day terms, don't invest in the future and they don't care because they're retiring in four years. And real, and real quick, before I go any further, like even your hmm, like you know what's amazing about all this? Everybody knows that truth if they're smart enough to understand it, right? What happens? <laughs> what happens is what's, what happens is what it's, what, what happens is what has always happened. Why did IBM let Microsoft happen? Why did Microsoft let Google happen? Why did Google let Facebook happen? Why did, you know, Kmart let Bradley's happen? Why did Bradley's let, you know, uh, why, did, why did Woolworths let Sears happen? Sears let Kmart happen? Kmart let Walmart happen? Why did Walmart let Amazon happen? This is capitalism. This is historical. What, what happens is, what happens is we wake up one day and major media companies that we grew up with are gone. 
Of course it is because the Wall Street Journal and Sports Illustrated and USA Today and the New York Post, they killed somebody else too. We're just living through it now as mature adults when it's happening to them. Of course, because when you, because when you have major innovation, AKA the maturity of the internet itself, everything speeds up. Just like when television became the major medium instead of radio, you had a whole new level of fame, different people emerged, different companies emerge, just like the printing press instead of like people talking at pubs. You know, I mean, this is, this is exactly right. This is so cliche, so basic, so obvious. The problem is there's just a lot of people that don't have vested financial interest in it actually happening. And radio uh, and TV will still be around and people will buy commercials 20 years from now but they won't pay as much and it won't be as important. Nothing dies. Nothing dies, things just get exposed. Or, or they can understand that there's other options. Like if you're a real play, like, if you're, like, like I love when everybody's like journalism's gonna die. No it's not, journalism's never been better because you have so many options. I mean, if it, that's right. I mean if you're a great journalist, if you're a great investigative journalist, you're gonna make more money over the next 20 years, not less because the Washington Post and, and ABC are not gonna keep as much of the percentage of the action. I mean, I mean, I mean, I you know, it's just evolution. I mean, I you know, all of a sudden, I love I love hearing people that like want to argue for Walmart's existence. I'm like, you're the same guy ten years ago saying Walmart was big and bad and killing local businesses. Now you're fighting for Walmart because they're the underdog against Amazon. And like, you know, no, no, because 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 if you go to like B2B or things of that nature, then you have LinkedIn, then you have the ability to target people on Facebook that are employees of. So if you're gonna argue to me that I'm trying to target 50 to 70 year olds that read the Wall Street Journal, I'm gonna argue with you that, okay, let's go even further. Are you trying to reach lawyers in a top five firm? Great, let's run Facebook ads against people who are 50 to 70 years old that actually work. It, the data's there, work at these firms. I mean, I mean, only because I know what's, go look, go look you. Go look at what Sotheby's and, and um, Christie's is doing on Instagram. They're selling hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of items on a single post on Instagram. I mean that is, you, you know what you just described? Why, I'll tell you why a lot of people told you that. The biggest issue in the marketplace right now is lack of practitioners. People are talking in theory. Go ask that person that told you that luxury is still good the last time they spent meaningful money against $100,000 income level cohorts on Facebook and tried to sell something worth thousands of dollars. They have no answer for you. They may not have an answer for you of what it actually means to run a Tiffany's ad in the New York Times. They don't know. You know what the strong opinion, I'll tell you what the strong opinions come from. I come from actually selling stuff, right? Like to me, this isn't marketing theory. This is like results. Like I, by the way, I have no vested interest. I'll be the first guy that talks this way about Facebook and Snapchat if I don't think they're ROI positive. I'm completely agnostic. I'll give you another thing. If the New York Times wants to cut their full page ad rates by 75%, I'll be buying. Worth the ROI. All I trade is attention. It's not the medium that I'm romantic about. It's the value of attention to create the action that I'm most passionate about. Well, I don't think they have to, right? Like, as long as the media buying agencies still give them purchase orders and RFPs, like, great, right? Wait till the carnage that's coming. 
And, the, and by the way, everything I just said to you, go watch a YouTube video in 2008 of me saying the same thing. So the bottom line is, they've had plenty of time to address this issue, but they've been romantic and emotional and stubborn. And, and, and you know what it is? It's, um, the other thing that's really powerful is it really, the cliffs happen, right? Like it, it's held up, it's held up, it's held up, and then the bottom falls. I mean, look at the ESPN subscriber numbers. Oh my God, that blew my face off, even for me. I'm like, oof. I looked at that and I'm like, oof. If people don't believe me now, this is the golden goose. I mean, can you imagine 40 years ago if I stood on the stage and said, okay, in the fall of 16, NFL ratings are gonna be declining rapidly and 700,000 people in a quarter are gonna unsubscribe from ESPN? Then they would say, well, okay, if that happens, it's real. Now it happened and people are still holding their breath. And by the way, and by the way, game seven's gonna be watched a ton because the creative is the variable and the Cubs in a game seven is creative that matters to the casual sports fan. Correct, but, and by the way, and by the way, the election and blowouts, I'm not so sold that the NFL ratings are on the decline, but let me promise you something that is on the decline. Even if NFL ratings were up 35%, the consumption of the commercials in between the sport. And that's the punchline, right? I don't think Chase or Toyota or Coca-Cola or BMW care about how many people are watching that drive. They care about how many people stay for the attention for them to sell against that drive. And, and that's collapsing, that's collapsing. Yeah, collapse. and you saw my quote, I believe the Super Bowl is grossly underpriced. Ma- and by the way, massively. 